0: Welcome to the Wild West for another week. You're yeah, here with Glenn and Steve.
1: Um, Glenn, how are you going? Very well, Steve. Um, I've got no alerts from my phone saying to stay home yet, so I am relatively well. <laughs> That's good to hear. You've not been. The pandemic hasn't got you yet. No, not yet. I have
0: not received a notification once during. I probably just jinxed it, but I have not received a... <laughs> A notification. Hold on,
1: let me double check. Uh, <laughs> nope, still okay.
0: <laughs> but it does seem to be getting worse with the uh, omicron. Over 2,000 as of yesterday cases. Um, hospital rates only yeah, in early Rimbled- Rimbled-
1: well, the early hundreds. Well, remember when Gladys said the case numbers are going to explode?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here it is. It has happened. Yeah, we got there eventually. But it's good news this week was also very positive because we've was- remove the restrictions, right? The unvaccinated can come out and party. Um yes. so.
0: no more masks in shops. I noticed yesterday when I went out there, other than the older demographic, they still had their masks on.
1: And me. Oh. Did my
0: you? old Steve. No, maybe you're just um wanting to take care of yourself. <laughs> is,
1: is I forgot you... actually. And I'm away from not wearing a mask. <laughs> Oh, okay, right, okay. Should have my advent calendar of restriction easing. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so I did notice some people still um, stick into the rules. Well, I guess
1: old rules. But... Someone's got to, mm-hmm. someone has exactly. to. But, but what I don't understand though is um, why why have they been removed now at the worst time to have it? Like even QR code check ins been removed. That seems a bit crazy.
0: Yeah. And the irony of that is now it's getting worse and, and testing rates are rising as well. And, um, you still got a QR code into some places, I think, uh, pubs and clubs and
1: yeah. So you markets and stuff, you don't need to cause they're nah, considered no, low, low risk apparently,
0: which is kind of ironic. Cause those type of places, um, get a lot of people all in the one area
1: in lines, <laughs> you know, they feel like the spots. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It, I kind of feel that that could still happen, because it's not like
0: it's a huge burden on people. No, no. Well, do you think these rules are going to come back into play anytime soon, if numbers keep rising? And... Well, they... they're going to have to, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, Dominic Perrette and his team, they're going to try and hold out as long as they can, and maybe until over the, nec- uh, over the new year, the next two weeks. Give everyone we'll that, that Christmas hope, and then
1: shut everything yeah. down you can't cancel Christmas, right? This is a political, wish. you cannot cancel Christmas again. Uh, but it's not something in Europe, right? They're actually having lockdowns again, or mm. kind of half ass lockdowns, not really proper ones, like the kind of like, close your restaurant at 11 o'clock because COVID doesn't work after 11. It doesn't do overtime, basically.
0: No, exactly. Those rules are never understood. I think if you're going to have a rule, just like, do it across the board.
1: Yeah, yeah, you've got to be a bit clearer. But, um, it's going to interesting couple of weeks. It, it feels a bit more, clear. because the cases are a record number, I think that's going to be more people going to have the COVID. There's also I thought I heard someone say this week is that more people have had the COVID without realizing it. You've probably had it. Some of the people have had it without even blinking, mm-hmm. um, which makes it even harder to control basically because it's just going around. Um, the case numbers are huge in the UK and parts of Europe as well. So.
0: Same as the US, it's just getting worse, and they're really living with it
1: compared to Australia. And they have their unvaccinated friends as well. So that's mm-hmm. you know, friends is a strong word, but
0: oh. I know what do you I'm even good. call them anymore? Like, I don't imagine they're happy about this situation, but they've
1: kind of got what they wanted, right? They're unvaccinated, they're out and about now. Well, some restaurants aren't letting the unvaccinated in, and they're my favorite restaurants now. If I don't see you enforcing it, I'm not interested in going to your restaurant. I don't want to hang out with people that are more likely to spread the virus. It's uh, a good marketing technique, actually.
0: Really? So businesses are still doing their own rules?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, workplaces are as well. So Mm. just because the government says you don't have to, you can still say you can't come on my site unless you're fully vaccinated. Mm. And that sounds like a more logical explanation. Yeah. or ex- you had a relevant exemption. But yeah, it's, it's going to be very weird interesting. And, and the other one's going to be the booster shot too because that's now rolling out. I guess you need an outbreak to boost the booster uptake because uh, that's going to get the boosters back out quickly. But it's going to be interesting well, how people people take up their boosters as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can already hear people um, yelling for it to become mandatory because <laughs> the boosters are our only hope at this point.
1: Well, if it's not mandatory, we'll, we're just mucking around, right? We're not going to yeah. get there. Well, absolutely. Um, Someone needs to take that step and just fo- enforce it. Because even the Europeans who didn't want to do that are now doing that, and it works, because some people just think they don't need to get it, because it won't happen to them, and it's like, uh, have you missed something? Yeah, exactly. Especially after they've already got the first two, so you might as well complete the trilogy. <laughs> just well, some know. have only got one as well. The whole one, there's A bunch of people that have only got one and forgot to get their second. Mm. Must have missed the memo of getting their second, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. there's always going to be people like that, but I guess.
0: Yeah, of course. Flatten the rules and just thinking they're above certain aspects. Like, I know a couple of people that do that as well. They get the notifications and they I refuse think- to get tested or, you know, comply with rules. And but that's their choice. At the end of the day, I guess.
1: Is it because the, the guy in Newcastle, Newcastle that didn't follow the rules and that's oh. affecting hundreds more people?
0: he uh, got ten thousand dollars for the fine for the. <laughs>
1: So just suggesting, if you want to be that person, go ahead. Be my guest. I will find you, and find you. Uh, it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. You got to you suffer those consequences of
0: your actions, and that says. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it
1: goes over the next couple of weeks. Uh, well, the good news in Queensland is they've found there's nothing else to be worried about, and it's not COVID. It's something far worse. Uh, it really took it out of proportion. Here it is. Uh, but. Um... You know, the, the, the message is this. It, it's, oh, okay, can someone please get that so spider off? This shows how controlled I can be. I don't like Huntsman's, but I'm going to keep going and I'm going to pretend I don't have a Huntsman on me right now. And let someone else manage this, but if it gets anywhere near my face, please let me know. Um, <laughs> I've got the Cho coming to help me. It's under your left foot. foot. Under your foot. Right. Oh I think to up, I see there it is. He's he's wandered off. Okay. Well that was a moment, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, last of Entertainment for the year.
0: <laughs> I love that. It's those moments you need that brighten it up a little bit. <laughs> those depressing conferences. <laughs> Could have been
1: worse. That would have made a little fox show last year a bit earlier this year a bit more interesting. Hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: I feel like um Funny you mentioned that, though. I think for our um, sort of favorite moments of the year program coming up, we should look at some of the best interruptions from press conferences. Oh, there's been a few of them. There has yeah, been. A few there's been quite a lot, hasn't there? I think that's one of the good There's been ones. a
1: lot of press conferences this year, actually. The oh, year yeah. of press conferences. Oh, geez, yeah. No, that's good. I like that one. <laughs> Things I don't like, and this is a very sad story out of Tasmania, hmm. The community of Devonport is in mourning tonight after an unthinkable tragedy at a primary school. Nine children at the Hillcrest Primary School were playing on a jumping castle and inside blow up balls when a freak gust of wind blew them into the air. Several children have died, with more in hospital with... Five kids dead. Um, wow. It's sad. Miserable. Bloody hell.
0: During school holidays, they're just having fun on the jumping castle. And
1: it gets thrown into the air yeah and this has happened before actually oddly enough mm. um there was one in the uk a few years back that i didn't think jumping castle was that dangerous to be honest uh no i remember jumping yeah. I remember as a
0: kid as well and i never thought of him as something that could just
1: you know get picked up and throw you into the air it it, it does make sense after you say that that could happen but mm. wow this is just
0: much to say about that but it's shocking and you don't really know. know how it happened did someone uh oh, whoever said it, i'm not put the pegs in and it was just a freak accident the wind picked up um
1: i guess you really don't know right this oh, investigation go on for the, a
0: while
1: the pegs weren't in there enough because um mm. the thing should never leave the ground
0: no exactly that's what i thought as well they're meant to be in the ground really <laughs> like were they little nails when they like big enough when the pegs big enough it's um, I heard this investigation is going to take a while, though, until they come to a conclusion. But you can yeah. speculate. I guess all you can really
1: do is speculate.
0: And well, you'd, be, you'd well, be on
1: the right track, right? <laughs> well, pretty much it, it shouldn't. Well, well, if it wasn't in the ground then, they needed to do more to make sure it was in the ground. That's going to be the outcome of the hour. Exactly. Even if they had done the right requirements for what they're meant to do. Mm. Apparently, a whole industry regulation of jumping castles, too, apparently, they're going to be looking into. You've got to register jumping castles. Let me know... How would you register? (laughs) Apparently if they're over a certain size there is the registration process the jumping castles apparently. Something I learned this week. Didn't know that. Did you know that, Steve? You're on mute, Steve.
0: Oh, there we go. No, no, I didn't know that actually. But I guess it makes sense if they're like over a certain size or I guess weight capacity but Don't know. It's really shocking to see. I feel so horrible for those parents and family. And bloody hell, that company will will not be. um, Yeah, very happy either. I
1: imagine. Now, now parents. I don't feel sorry for is the parents of the King's School, Scots College, and Skeggs Darlinghurst. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Don't feel sorry for those parents very much. Not very often. Doesn't really. Your heart doesn't bleed, but. You must wonder what they're, what's going through their minds, their poor little kiddies. Um, mm-hmm. Their annual school fees are now up to $40,000. A year? A year. <laughs> wow. You could almost get a school teacher at that price,
0: Dad.
1: <sighs> for your kids, one school teacher, one on one training, surely. Absolutely. Wow. If you had kids, Steve, would you be paying 40000 to make them go for year 12?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, definitely
0: not. Surely there's um, a more affordable option somewhere. Last time I checked, there's schools down the road that are free. So Mm, that might be a way to go, but are they getting a certain sort of education at King's compared to somewhere else? Like what's the difference between other private? Good good swimming pools. um, Good sports facilities, Okay. Luscious ground. Yeah. I guess reputation and name value, right? Yeah. I don't have to deal with the, the plebs of society. <laughs> yeah, those hooligans in in the West
1: and public sector. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> public students. Oh, dear. Hey.
0: Oh, look how they turned out, huh?
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. I turned out all right, Steve. What are you saying? I didn't want to say anything.
0: No, no. Al- Albanese always makes sure to mention that he grew up in public housing and he went to a public school. And, and with the election coming up, we're going to hear... Many more stories like that, Glenn, uh, from Albanese and Morrison as well. And and, uh, this week's controversy from the government, the whole grant allocation.
1: um, Where's our money, Steve?
0: It's going to certain seats for them to win the next election, apparently.
1: Uh, Not not in Liverpool and Fairfield, that's um, fair to say. They're not really keen on winning these areas, so they're not Mm. getting much money. But there's some galling disparities there.
0: But is that a surprise? Isn't that what's been happening for decades? Or isn't that just part of Parliament?
1: It's always been happening. Mm. The Labour Party saying it's a problem. They might want to look back in history where they've done the same thing. Um, when did the M- where did the NBN go? Mm. Did it go to all the seats equally? I don't think so. They picked yeah. seats that they liked more or the more. They've all been doing it.
0: Yeah, but of course, you know, it's the opposition's job to complain about <laughs> whatever the other team I- did.
1: I think it's become more blatant, though. It's become more... Like, mm. there's more programs that are based on discretion and mm. MPs deciding who gets the money as opposed to, well, we need this or that. Like, sort of the things that have been funding are... I think there was one club they funded that needed more some funding because people wanted to watch the Rugby Union. That's in the ridiculous. North Shore. And it's like, um, surely they have a TV at home or many other venues that have TVs available for watching sports. I don't think the government needs to fund
0: that. No, no, no. And, and that's the type of stuff the opposition should be targeting. Unless they have been, and I just haven't read it. Or all, all the taxpayer. Or the taxpayer, yes.
1: I'm a bit cranky about that.
0: You are very cranky. Start your own party, Glenn. The I am Cranky Party. <laughs> cranky Party.
1: Cranky, cranky Pants Party. <laughs>
0: the cranky
1: Pants Party. Actually, I would vote for the Cranky Pants Party. I am so cranky. Um,
0: yeah, also this week, uh, they're trying to get an Indigenous voice into Parliament. This has been going on for decades. Um, are they a little bit closer this time, Glenn?
1: Nah, don't really care. So either way, it sounds like, to me, it feels like this has become an ongoing saga, really. Yeah, it'll, it'll keep up ongoing, won't it? But what's the voice going to do once it's in there? Are they going to start listening to it? They don't listen to each other. How are they going to listen to some voice in there?
0: No, exactly. they will just be another voice lost among the others,
1: really. Not really getting it personally, but
0: Hmm.
1: but, 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 but I guess what they really want is to have a vote or a say uh, in in, in the operation of parliament, which has two ways of looking at it. I guess it, it feels like it might be a nice thing to do, but then again, why should one part of society, have more of a say than anyone else? Isn't everyone meant to be equal? Yeah, you think so. Or, or shouldn't they be equal? Maybe they should, I don't know. Um, yeah, not
0: too sure on that one, actually.
1: Because it's not like the parliament is equal anyway in representation. There's some states that yeah. have more representation than others. So it's not unprecedented that we would have, for example, Tasman- if you're Tasmanian, you have so much more say than someone in New South Wales. Oh, really? Did you not know that? No, I didn't expect Tasmania. They're the smallest state, that have got 12 senators. New South Wales has 12 senators. Mm. That's who get Jackie Lambie, basically. <laughs> and she's one of the loudest senators. <laughs> she's one of the loudest senators, that is very true. But that's, <laughs> that's had a big influence on in politics in Australia too. Right? The Greens being big in Tasmania also where they started out as well. So, uh, yeah, it's not unprecedented that we have different representation for different voters across the
0: country happens already. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's going to be hap- going to be happening for a long time.
1: So, um, yeah. It feels like no one's heart's really into that one though. No, no. And do, you that part, do you remember that part you mentioned the other week about in Boris's office? Yes. Well, apparently they had this guy, one of the civil servants is going to um, run the inquiry. And guess what? Why? He had a party in his office as well. <laughs> Everyone's just having parties lately. So uh, he had a lockdown party as well. So they decided that maybe um, not a, the best person to run the inquiry. So, yeah, you know, sanity has prevailed.
0: Oh, my. It's just not looking good for Boris at the moment. Um, it seems to get worse and worse each week for this guy. What do you reckon? Well, he's not getting any better, I guess, is probably the problem. No, he can't get any better at this point. Well, what's he going to do? England's in shambles. No, could be worse for him. We'll see how it goes. Um, anything else in the news from this week? Um, the thing that I think that's interesting
1: is it's 10 years since Kim Jong-un came into power. Oh. 10 years. How do you think he's, he's done? done. done? Well, you got the U S president to turn up, but it was Donald Trump. So
0: (laughs) yes, wasn't that um, interesting
1: and he hasn't destroyed the world yet. So I think that's a good thing. No,
0: no, that is true. Um, I'm not pretty sure what he's done over the 10 years though. I imagine he's done stuff locally for his country, but, um, in, in terms of like, I don't know, international Mm. partnerships, like I know he likes basketball. That's about
1: it he's done nothing except kill more people and make them more miserable and not feed them enough. Mm. That's horrible. Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Basically I think that sums you up in about one, a couple of words. Yeah. Actually that's probably what you put. If you had a postcard, not from him cause obviously you get murdered. Uh, yeah. That would probably be what I could say. Wow. What a piece of work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's another good one. Yep. Tick a box. <laughs> Keep going. Steve, you're going to roll. Um,
0: what else we got that's it all right that's it for the news
1: i think so 89.3 2glf You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital, local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.
0: Welcome back to the Wild West. You're here with Glenn and Steve. It's, uh, time to talk what's happening in the local area. Glenn, usually I ask Chris and Carol if anything exciting is going on, but they're not here at the moment.
1: No, the excitement is, is palatable. It's Christmas, right? It is. It is. Um... There's lights everywhere. Have you, seen, have you seen any good Christmas lights, please?
0: Yeah, I have, actually. Some people are actually putting effort into it. Someone had a, a reindeer on their roof. Um, don't know how safe that is, though, but... <laughs> Either way, um, yeah, they had a lit up reindeer on their roof and a Santa as well. Someone had one of those uh, blow up Santas in their lawn. It was interesting. Um, They've
1: had it all. They've got it all. They've seriously have it
0: all. Yeah. It's mostly for the kids though. And maybe the parents get a joy out of it as well. Um, yeah. So what's happening in the local area, Glenn? What would you like to start with?
1: um i guess there's the heat road on bridge uh mm. pretty exciting over at engadine which obviously is not near liverpool obviously or fairfield but it's very important that's the connection that is there but uh they're going to build a second bridge of the Venora Ro- river at Ingadine, um which is going to make sure that there is more space to get across that area because he road is quite a busy road and has to get bigger as the areas get bigger right yeah, that's it, because the
0: original plan was to just widen the lanes, but they've decided to create just a whole new bridge.
1: Why would you widen the lane? Does that matter? <laughs> do. like, it kind it, of, it it kind of a, does a on a that a, little stretch, I guess. <laughs> it is a narrow bridge, yes, but. Hmm. I shake my head sometimes. Exactly. I really shake my head when you hear stuff like this. It's like, did you think before you open your mouth? Because really, <laughs> the problem is we're going to need the extra lanes, which they're now going to build, apparently, which. Is it a win for the community, I think you'd have to say? Yeah, because the computer, the, the, community, the community weren't happy
0: with just the, just the widening of the road. They wanted a full upgrade, essentially. And this
1: is what they're getting. But, but, but so they're going to have a second bridge, but it's mm. still only going to be one lane in each direction. Yeah, which is still odd. Why? Why did they not make the bridge a bit wider and have two lanes? Yeah, or you know, two directions each side, maybe. I'm, I'm a bit lost.
0: <laughs> it is a bit confusing, isn't it? But, you know, it helps the community, the um, the design will hopefully improve safety, which would be nice. But not congestion. But not, <laughs> but not congestion, no, definitely, um, no, not congestion, because I heard that it, it gets quite congested there, right? Thousands of cars go through there every day?
1: Well. Um, it- as the southwest grows and people want to go towards the east of the southwest mm. um, because the people probably want to stay in the southwest all their hours of their faking day, um, that's become a busier road. And if it's not big enough, it's not going to work. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Radical suggestion, I know. but <laughs> for, for a good way of looking at it, Glenn. There you go. You put a million people somewhere, they may not want to stay in the place you let, let them move into. No. Max nah, population grows right Foot traffic gets worse. Yeah. And there's beaches and nice things over there. So they may want to go to the beach occasionally. There's a beach around there. Well, Cronulla, if you want to go down Cronulla or down oh, yeah. to Wollongong, you'd go down that road. Would you not? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah,
0: I guess so. <laughs> well, there we go. But if you were going to go to the beach, um, make sure you're not breaking the speed limit. Because I hear there's mobile no. speed camera signs on the way.
1: This is being very controversial because they kind of removed the warning signs, which mm. really made me wonder who was dumb enough to get a fine in the first place, because there was enough warning signs that really if you weren't aware there was a speed camera. Yeah. I'd have to wonder.
0: People are that dumb though,
1: Glenn. <laughs> yeah, but they were kind of like you like some of them are like they still have some of the fixed ones, and it's like the mm. that far in advance is like, if you didn't realize the speed camera coming up, you aren't even paying attention to the road. You're probably on your mobile phone, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. People people are still on, on
0: their mobile phones, which is horrible. And those people should be caught. Yes, they should be,
1: or shot one of the two. Oh. <laughs> by the <laughs> speed hilarious. camera, by the <laughs> speed d- d- camera. <laughs> That's it. That will stop people. I, I just I just don't understand. Do you still see people on their mobile phones while they're driving? I'm like, yeah, it's ridiculous. You, you, do you realize you can kill someone like is it not
0: like you or concern well oh, no, there's really some not. horrible drivers out there even if they're not on their phones
1: though um oh my god it's, it's some, oh my god it every time i drive i go mm. wow that was lucky yeah you're just hoping that you don't get hit
0: <laughs> it's one clown after another absolutely yeah it's pretty shocking so hopefully these i guess speed cam speed camera notices coming back in uh
1: We'll put some fear in the people and they'll follow the rules. Well, no, I think the current system puts more fear into them because basically in a couple of weeks' time they get a letter in the post saying, here's a fine, here's some money. Mm. Um, that that seemed to be very effective, I think. I Actually, it was less effective because in Victoria, they don't do this. And in Victoria, mm. you're extra cautious about driving. And I don't drive very fast anyway, so I probably drive other people mad on the road because mm. I follow the speed limit leave and roadworks ones and everything. But i think it makes people not know where they are which makes you have to be on your best behavior all the time if you tell people where they are yeah. well then people know oh well i can push the envelope if i see the sign, then i slow down but mm-hmm. you should be slowed down all the time to the speed limits and the conditions i i
0: do agree with you glenn i'm more of the proponent where they shouldn't know where the speed cameras are
1: i reckon they should be on every road and every street corner <laughs> every single street Well, cameras are cheap these days why don't make the fines cheaper more frequent and make it consistent i think that that would be and and maybe don't worry about the money it's not revenue raising it's just you get lose points maybe Hmm. and then if you get you know 20 points that you can't follow red light well gone you can't drive anymore yeah and you shouldn't be driving if you can't follow the rules Why 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 do we have traffic lights without red light cameras they all should have red light cameras hmm you think the rules should just be harsher? I think you should be picked up more often because I think the problem is if you're not picked up often enough, you think it's okay behaviour, and hmm. you see people um, speeding all the time. Yes.
0: And oh, breaking rules. Oh, you'd hardly see them either stopping at pedestrian crossings as well or uh, they try and, yeah, beat the red light or the orange light. It's yeah. shocking behaviour. Drivers are the worst. Why catch the bus, please?
1: bus drivers are much, pretty bad too. When they're not on strike. <laughs> exactly. There's a train strike again this week as well, apparently, on uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning.
0: Oh, really? Part of the,
1: yeah, I don't even know when the trains aren't on strike anymore. What are they striking about this time? Same thing. They haven't won their battle yet, so they're going to be striking for a while, it seems. The government's holding their fourth year, I think. Okay. If they really want to make an impact, do it on a public holiday or somewhere that's going to like actually, you know, make an impact. Do you reckon I'll do it on New Year's Eve? That's my tip. Have I think they the should. It. I reckon they will. Yeah. Cause if you're going to, so,
0: if you want to make a statement, like do it during a time where it's going to put pressure. In yeah, no point doing
1: it on a, on a work day when people are working <laughs> from home. It's exactly. really not. Mind you, I did see someone come to the office this week on the, on the train strike day and uh, <laughs> they said it took a long time to get to work. And I went, you know, you can work from home with the train strike. Surely. <laughs> yeah you won't miss much But <laughs> well, he was the first only for a long time so i went oh well, you probably should have But it's like it's probably the one day you could have worked from home
0: yeah um, exactly <laughs>
1: but i guess we're all dying to go back to the office so uh,
0: yeah I, I kind of am yeah, well maybe not like back full time again but you know like the the um a couple of days here, a couple of days there, type of thing.
1: Once every couple of months, though, if you have.
0: <laughs> once a year, at this point, it seems like every six. Actually, once every six months. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully, um, things somewhat get back to normal. Uh, Liverpool and Fairfield have both of their mayors back in place. We kind of talked about it last week with Ned, the new Liverpool city mayor. Uh, he's very happy. We, he did his little speech last week
1: um and frank carbon there was really no doubt there was there um i don't think it was going to recount is to be fair (laughs) i think it's pretty much a done and dusted deal Uh, the interesting thing this week is that is that the preference counting will be done this week and there'll be some Mm. confirmation of the makeup of the two councils so that will be interesting how the preferences land Mm. and that will be yeah that will be very interesting yeah but
0: that's it. They'll do their terms. We'll see how Ned goes with all these promises and he, he's been the mayor before. He was before Mayor Wendy. Nothing like a comeback as they in the classic. Mm. This is his second time. We'll see how he goes. Mayor Carbone, we, he's very good as well from what I've seen so far. And yeah, so there we go. Um, Something interesting this week, though, as well, that's going to be starting in January, the uh, Liverpool and Fairfield uh, courthouses, they're going to start getting solar panels, Glenn.
1: About time. <laughs> About
0: time, aren't they? It's, uh, it's part of stage one of a $1.8 million program aimed at making uh, the buildings more energy efficient. Uh, the first stage will fund the installation of more than 3,000 uh, photovoltaic solar panels on 23 courthouses uh this is part of a like wider uh metropolitan and regional new south wales initiative so it's not just like Fairfield and liverpool specifically um in addition to the solar panels there'll be an upgrade with energy saving led lighting and our motion sensors as well in non-court areas you know such as meeting rooms and bathrooms and yeah so they're going to do away with like guess light switches and it'll just be in terms of traffic itself. So
1: that's great. What do you think, Glenn? Uh, why not? There should be more solar panels everywhere. Why would you not have them? Hmm. Save money. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> it's, cheap. it's cheaper. <laughs> and you, there you go. All four, of it. it's cheaper. <laughs> do you really need to announce that you're putting them on your roof. Like, it's embarrassing. You haven't got them up there already.
0: Exactly. In 2022 well, nearly now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but solar panel courthouses, there you go. How exciting.
1: Um, yeah, okay. Um, yep, what do you got? Uh, the only thing we've got is it, 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 well, obviously the crime report. We have a few mentions this week, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, there's some investigations into a, to a murder from January this year. And you might remember that it was like, vaguely see Dagley Durham, but it's actually in West Street Fairfield about 2 o'clock in the morning, a man was shot in the head. Thirty-five-year-old Amar um, um, Kettle. Uh, they're basically looking for some inquiries and help to help find out what happened here. Uh, they've released some more CCTV footage around that time of the um, incident and might help out with the investigation. So, if you you know, have inclined, we're around that area or want a sticky beak, and you might know who was in that picture and video, uh, you can check out their website on New South Wales Police Media, but essentially they're trying to find um, a white-crawler hatchback, which was captured in Reserve Street in Smithfield on the same day, which seems to have anything to do, something to do with that. So if anyone recognises the two people and all the hatchback, let police know, because uh, it appears to be related to the murder that happened at that time, which is a very, very sad incident in Fairfield. Absolutely. And also, second dishonourable mention of the week is go you know, is, is, is the next one is a man that will appear in court has appeared in court um after touching uh sorry after yeah after touch is insulting a 15 year old girl approached by now at the whole railway station at seven thirty friday evening as without break free and make their way back to the station alert police um the man said the scene but they're now looking for um they arrest a sixty four year old man at minto um, on Sunday and they found three knives in his house as well as a bonus. And he's on a number of charges and he was refused, bail, uh, um, to in the local court last Monday. So, um, not a very good incident there. Uh, at absolutely all.
0: disgusting. Yeah. Um, do you have a
1: light note to go on? <laughs> no, not light either. It's also, well, it could be light if everyone, well, actually this is a challenge to the audience, actually. Mm. Um, is the Vincent, is New South Wales is looking for, people, they've got their Christmas appeal on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're below, they're trying below schedule though. They're looking at, they've only got 30% of their $1.3 million goal. So lots of people doing it tough this year, more so than normal, I'd imagine, after a tough year it has been for many people. So if you've got some spare change coins, money, um, leftover JobKeeper money, I don't know, but whatever you have, Vinnie's are looking for some money. So you can call them on 131812 or vinnies.org.au, and hopefully that will be good news next week, please, because everyone will mm-hmm. pay them, put some money in there, and we can
0: yeah,
1: mention that in the Christmas show next week. Absolutely. That'll be really great, because they need a lot of help, definitely. And I'm imagining it's actually hard for those organizations to raise money right now, because you don't see those, like, you know, that incidental fundraising that we normally do mm. probably hasn't happened in lockdown, so um, just remember all that money you saved during lockdown. Maybe you could spend it on this. Yeah, that's a nice way well, yeah. of, Giving back.
0: Uh, that's all that's making the local areas this week. That is it. For the Bar-Bester with Glenn and Steve. It's uh, time to talk television. The most active week in television, Glenn. Yeah, not
1: that time of year. Is mm. much happening in... Nothing, not much,
0: not, not much no. happening at all anywhere, is it? Really, no, right not at all. This, this time of the year, usually getting all the Christmas specials. You know, your home alone and every, non-readings, right? So there's nothing really to look out for. It's it's quite uh,
1: quiet. I mean, Gruen finished this week? It did, um, without Todd Samson, He didn't make it. He didn't turn up, which was... Um, he had a good explanation. No, he either rented a T-shirt or he was a close COVID contact. Yeah, of the two, good. Not sure which.
0: <laughs> which is the for him? No slogans or COVID? I
1: think the worst thing is you have got him and Russell having an argument. It's mm. weird. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, that's right. And for the final one, Russell was in the studio as well.
1: Yes, that was weird as well.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Studio audience next year would be amazing. And then if they can get me a ticket too, that'd be even more amazing. Because it's the hardest tickets to find in, te- te- in audiences, right? That show is so popular.
0: Mm. Oh, it's a great show. I think it's one of
1: the highlights of television each week. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it'll be but back the next year. About- the best thing about having no tv to watch is that i can catch all the stuff that we've talked about all year that i haven't had a chance to watch i'm looking mm. forward to that yeah which um like what oh, i don't know i have about 50 things in my list of things to watch it's just... <laughs> and now i'm kind of like do i really want to watch them still no oh, i don't know yeah so just got left, though, which is when I... oh you're that's still taken, that's, taken, that's taken that's taken me about a month and a half to get through so
0: all oh, right and you're still watching that
1: I finished it at last
0: oh excellent and what what did you think now that
1: you finished it apparently season three and I'm like oh no <laughs> it just got through season two it was good though oh my god but it got better at the end okay are you yeah, going to commit yeah, to the third season of course they're the characters now it's so much easier to watch oh, the okay. thing once you know the car- once you're into the characters right mm. I'm always into the show once I if, if you hook me into the people the first one or two episodes, then I'm in. Yeah. That's the key to it, right? Well, that's it. Yeah, because you get, you get involved with the characters and then you, well, you get yeah. attached. And so many funny one-liners in that show, I tell you, there's so many good lines.
0: Yeah, I, I still haven't watched it yet. I'll, I'll get through it eventually, I think. But um, yeah, I hear, I hear really good things from it. So I think it's on my to-watch list over the holidays. Makes sense. Uh Erin Mullen, she's done at the Nine Network. And she's moving to Sky News of all places after eleven after eleven years working across Nine. She'll be a uh, Sky News from January. Quite an interesting move. Did not expect that. But you know, people move on. We'll see how she goes. She'll also write a, a, a regular Column as well for the Daily Telegraph and continue her other radio commitments. Uh, should be interesting. Another new, another new talking head on Sky News. What do you think, Glenn? Mm, Sky News. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Sam Frost has quit Home and Away after a little bit of controversy earlier this year about uh, not getting vaccinated. Uh, going on social media and explaining why i'm still not clear on why she hasn't been vaccinated but you know and complaining about being segregated um, yeah so there you go she's done from home and away
1: Spot bacon for you, steve i was thinking the same thing <laughs> Basically about being vaccinated, so many more job opportunities. That's the uh,
0: vaccinated, so I'll happily take it a place.
1: <laughs> uh, interesting enough to the um, Australia's Eyes contest for Eurovision, um, mm-hmm. there's going to be a wildcard pick from TikTok. So you can put your TikTok in to get onto Eurovision, which is a bit of a interesting way to get in. So um, if you're interested, you've got until Sunday, January 16th to pop your entry in by TikTok, apparently. Right. So. I've gotta make a TikTok now. Great. But easier than making a song, surely. Surely.
0: Surely. Oh, Jesus. Are they surely they can find some talent out there that deserves a spot rather than looking through TikTok. Uh, TikTok has a lot of talent on their face. <laughs> I guess so, but uh, it should be fun either way. Australia decides. It, Eurovision's fun to an extent, but Yeah. You know, we'll see we'll see. It'll again. be interesting. Hmm. Uh, NITV, they're going for a new rebranding uh, in terms of uh, reimagining what it is, a new logo, a new schedule. Uh, it's going to be their first rebrand in nine years.
1: So there we it's go. Planning.
0: Yeah, progressive new campaign. It's a colorful uh, NITV logo. Uh, sleek texture. Yeah, their programming's really good, actually. So Have you pretty- watched it? I have, yeah. They got, they got a oh. really good show with uh, Morgan Freeman about the universe. Um, they, oh, they also do ice hockey on it, which I did not know. This NITV plays ice hockey from South Australia <laughs> because that's indigenous. <laughs> I, do, I there might be indigenous players in there. I guess I I really don't know. But I was just surfing, you know, the TV one day, and I picked up on it. I'm like, that's really
1: interesting. <laughs> you need to get out old Steve. <laughs>
0: It's not like I could just sit at home all day and watch NITV. <laughs> it just happened to come across it one
1: day. I, I wouldn't expect that was their main
0: focus. No, well. I, I wouldn't um, either. But what they've done also with the new rebranding, they've um, different, each day is going to have different uh, content, you know, so they'll have like Thursday will be dedicated, like Thursday night will be about drama or comedy, you know, Friday nights will be family content, music. you know, Saturday will be music content, etc., etc. Um... So yeah, they actually put a lot of effort into what they're going to be outputting on the channel. It's looking good.
1: No, actually good, they have lots of programming on there too. I so haven't watch it. It's mm. Definitely some investment going in there. Lots of different shows.
0: And well, I guess it kind of makes sense as well that because SBS will be launching their new uh, news channel next year as well,
1: which was announced a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah, Correct, that's right, yeah. Mm. And they'll have news in Arabic and I think Chinese too, which is yeah that makes sense but we don't currently have that we get to have it I guess. like yeah I, like i won't be watching it like i don't know arabic or chinese but i, I
0: don't think you're the target
1: <laughs> i'm gathering not but maybe i'll learn chinese if i can
0: <laughs> absolutely so there we go but um, i guess speaking of sbs as a whole uh, they've got a really good series i've been enjoying the, uh, the backside of television you, met, you recommended it, Glenn, a couple of weeks ago. I said it was on. I've I, I
1: heard it, yeah. I, I don't know, I've, never, I've never watched it. I can't recommend it too highly, but, um, Well, yeah. I, I
0: have to say no, I can recommend it because I, I think it's really good. So I should watch it then, Steve? Yes, you should. I think you should. Yeah. Cause, I'll uh, give you more. <laughs> there'll be a Year in Review special on January 1st on SBS Weissland, uh, the last year of television, appropriately titled, uh, where Mitch... We'll be looking back at the year from uh, last year, from January to December, all about the good, the bad, and the cringeworthy. So, yeah, and uh, just a light entertainment look in it. I think Netflix 2 also
1: has... Do you remember that death of 2020 they had last year?
0: Yes, I saw that pop up. Yes.
1: I thought, oh, my God. Oh no, it is just dumb. <laughs> it's sad that it's becoming a thing, really. Normally, the movie is a bit more positive, but, wow. Mm. Now it's the death of 2021. 2021. Um, Kind of agree with them <laughs> that's it I, I might give that a skip I think I enjoyed it last time it was quite funny but I don't know if it mm. but it kind of feels like if, if it just how do you make it new and snazzy because it's kind of more of the same right
0: yeah exactly it was, they'll just replace 20 with 20, 2021 20, more COVID more depressing stuff like you know what else can they really cover in that type of thing
1: I'll find out I'll let you know in a week's time too. oh you're gonna watch it are you <laughs> I'll get a chance, Toad. You know, okay. I didn't mind the last one, but I don't know. I'm kind of a bit suspicious about it. Hmm. All right. Let, let us know next week. <laughs> I was also going to watch the end of the, um, five-part COVID
0: special. Let's talk about it the other week. Oh, yes. The second part's out this weekend, isn't it?
1: Oh, two parts of it. Oh, my God. I yeah, yeah. It's two parts.
0: Part. What did you think of the first one?
1: The, of the half I watched so far. Hmm. Right, all right. It was a bit weird. I have watched that for so long, I don't realise it's still on TV because um, it's been on for 30 years or something, but, which is insane. That yeah, is insane. N- Nearly 30 years now. They'll, they'll reach 32. Uh, yeah, yeah, 32 years. Oh, I don't know they can repeat it, and we wouldn't know the difference anyway because we haven't watched most of them, but, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, still going. Yeah, uh, But it was, it was quite a clever take, actually, because it's kind of interesting how they kind of predicted the pandemic would last another 20 or 30 years and then mm. eventually everyone catches up again properly. And you kind of feel like, at the rate we're going right now, that could sound like, mm, I hope they're not true, but it kind of felt like, oh, dear, that's a bit too close to home.
0: Mm.
1: So yeah. hopefully a, a fiction, not a true story. Oh.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Got a stuff up though. You know what you're getting with that. Um, next week, there's going to be a hard quiz special, uh, Battle of the Has-Beens, featuring uh, Tim Rogers and Rhonda Birchmore. Tony Armstrong's going to be on it. Um, and also Charlie Pickering will be back as well with the yearly. Cannot forget that on the 22nd on the ABC. Um, yeah, love hard quiz. I think it's good. That should be fun. Always fun to have a bit of a And, and the yearly as well. I, I, I don't mind it. Or well, the weekly's is a good show
1: as well. I do the yearly is better than the weekly, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot less Charlie Pickering in my on dice. <laughs> yeah, what do you do for the rest of the year? Out of interest, you don't know what he does first. You must sit home and think about stuff. Yeah. Um. Anything?
0: Anything else in television? I think that's it. I think that's the whole span. Yeah, next next week we'll be back with I don't know. Well, what, what should we do next week for television? Should it be our, our favorite shows, our
1: highlights? Yeah, I reckon that's probably what we, do, what we do every year, just to keep it consistent. <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> all
0: right, that's that's all that's made uh, television. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wild West. you Glenn and Steve. Uh, it's time to talk sport. Interesting week in sport, Glenn. It has been interesting. COVID COVID's come back
1: into sport, uh, causing chaos everywhere.
0: What, what's happened? What's COVID done? Um,
1: delaying games in America and throughout Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Australian cricket captain couldn't play, unfortunately, so he was out because uh, he was a close contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to be a problem. Like, It is making things quite difficult, actually, I think it's fair to say. Um, even that's difficult that um, Sam Smith is the Australian captain again because he was a deputy and he's back. Yeah, they brought him <laughs> They brought him back because he's the only one left. <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. He hasn't done anything wrong for a little while, so they gave him, you know... Um... It's like you're keeping your, your hands in your pocket. You'll
0: be all right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, what an interesting time, right? With the uh, Ashes in uh, full swing. Australia doing really well in the Ashes. England, uh, not so well. They're currently trailing
1: 456 runs. Not looking good for them. They didn't have a very good first um, series. The Ashes could be a bit of a... I don't know. It may not be as exciting as it normally is. Um...
0: No, definitely not. Because Australia is leading 1-0
1: so far. And there's still, what, three more games to go? I guess their only hope is the Barmy Army starts getting out here on their holiday working visas. is probably their only hope, because the Barmy Army, not at full strength, obviously. Um, maybe, is that is that an influence, you think? I think so,
0: yeah. The the, the audience plays somewhat of a part in how a team goes. And if they're yelling at the other team and getting behind, you know, England, it might give them some more motivation. Mm-hmm.
1: It's been some good cricket though. It's been um definitely Australia's been solid and obviously after the first one they're probably quite confident. Mm. Uh, but anything can happen. I wouldn't call it too soon. This is only the first innings, day two, but mm. uh, they really must need to get well they need to be competitive in this this, this round, I think, because um, as they head into the next one it could be do a dive boxing day test, which would be a bit of a shame because you kinda of want those two tests coming up, the New Year test and that test to be a bit exciting. There's no point having the series decided by like, you know, they win this one, the series is pretty much gone. Absolutely, you need that drama. I don't want to go into Australia, but I do like it. I like a, exciting finish.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. You kind of need that. It's, otherwise, it's boring, right? It's not as exciting to watch.
1: Exactly, yes. The rest of it is irrelevant to me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I want to watch the last over of the test, not all the rest of it. It's a bit extreme, yes.
0: but...
1: <laughs> Good way of looking at it. <laughs> Absolutely. How the, the basketball the basketball More
0: importantly, oh uh, yeah, the Sydney Kings not faring any better than uh, England at the moment. They've only there's only been three games this season so far. Uh, the Kings they've only won one game. The fir- the opening match they've lost twice so far. Um, l- on last night they lost. Oh sorry, Thursday night they lost to Melbourne United. Uh, shocking defeat, uh, 89 to 47. And before that, they lost to the Illawarra Hawks. So today they're playing the <laughs> Southeast Melbourne Phoenix uh, in the afternoon. Hopefully, they fare a little bit better than that. But just shocking display by the Kings. They're ninth on a table of 10.
1: <laughs> so. And you want to see these guys play again, right? You're saying?
0: They need our support, Glenn. <laughs> they need our support.
1: Well, oh, that's an understatement of the day, but yeah, <laughs> see what we can arrange.
0: Yeah, not, um, not, not very motivating factor to go see them live, to be honest. Um, but I guarantee, hopefully, they win today's game, even though Southeast Melbourne are number one on the table. So we'll see. We'll see. No, don't have much hope, but I'll be backing them anyway.
1: You never know what you're like in a big
0: city. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of doing well though, MacArthur FC, that's solid, kind of Brock, solid, very solid team. They're coming second at the moment. They defeated, uh, the Western Sydney Wanderers last week 2 zero. Uh, yeah. And tomorrow they've got the Newcastle jets. So uh, how do you think they're looking Glenn? I know your team are the Wanderers.
1: Uh, they're looking pretty good. I hate to say it. Uh, well, mm. it's, it's not too really bad. They're probably they're my they're okay I think they're doing well <laughs> they're doing they do live in the bad. area so yeah I, I guess it's all right that they're going well and
0: yeah
1: and and the best news of the whole season is Sydney FC at 11th so that's fantastic news <laughs> yeah the Smurfs they can stay down there right they can stay down there so I can't, I'm happy for them to, to shine
0: <laughs> as long as the FC
1: is suffering um for about time they suffered actually to be
0: fair uh,
1: yeah but they're they, they, they're they're a great side very competitive and mm. um, they're having a great start to the season. Out of the blocks really solidly. Which you couldn't because they played with Western City last week and it, quite frankly, Western City didn't turn up. It was um they were non existent basically. So it was a two nothing um score fest basically.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what it seems to come down to. And yeah, we'll just see how they go with t- um tomorrow's games as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so Macar plays Newcastle Jets tomorrow, and today Central Coast mm-hmm. play Western Sydney at five. So, good selection of choices there. Yeah. And then so the really schedule cool. gets really confusing, like the NBL too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you want to be a football player or a soccer player in this country because basically New Year's Day, Christmas Eve, well, Christmas Eve they got off, but I think it's the NBL doing Christmas Eve. But um, they've got some tough schedules coming up. Oh, really? What's happening? Well, they're playing Boxing Day, Ooh. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They just—the uh, idea is, I guess, the the sports want to get as many games in during the holiday period because they know people can make it and
0: yeah
1: and things like that. So um, okay, that, the best of it. But that makes sense. It actually does make sense. But if mm. you're a player, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, you'd be like, what is this? Can <laughs> they make it less convoluted? Oh, bloody hell! Uh, how's
1: the uh, F1 going? I heard some drama this
0: week. Drama! Oh my God,
1: Steve. this is uh, hi- the World. World's coming on at ten o'clock, and they'll have the drama in full detail, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, absolutely, as one of the drivers did say, it um, made the Netflix series even more exciting. <laughs> the made for Netflix finish, and it was definitely a made Netflix finish because mm-hmm. uh, there was a safety car on the last couple of laps, and eventually, then the race director made a very fateful decision to let the cars um, get out of the way so that Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen could race together with each other. And they did. And unfortunately, and I don't understand this too much, but they had different tyres, Steve. And if you've got the wrong tyres, you can't win. Uh-huh. And basically, <laughs> Lewis had the wrong tyres on because he wasn't expecting that to happen. And then all of a sudden, bat Master sat. And you got to remember, they were level-pegging. This is the do-or-die race. They basically won this race. Yeah. Pretty much was going to win the whole thing, They whole level going in. It was a great finish. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the controversy and the drama and the whinging and the whining and the carry-on even better than the rates itself. It's, oh, really? Like, the Real Housewives have nothing on this bunch, really, because um, yeah. it's really weird. The, the team owners can talk to the referee at the time, right? They'll chat mm-hmm. to the referee and mm-hmm. putting pressure on this guy to make decisions. You know, that happens to be an Australian as well. Um, but it feels like if you're a Mercedes person, you've been totally robbed and they've probably got a valid point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other side of the point is, is that, you know, there's been many decisions this season that have been quite similar. So who is definitely the winner is probably... Hotly contested, they'll get it in the appeal on Thursday. And that never went ahead. They decided against the idea. Um, they did boycott the prize ceremony, Mercedes. But uh, you know Lewis Hamilton, you know, Also, rumours he might not come back to the sport. But that's just maybe mm. it's a bit too sore and soon too soon to make that call. But he's got two years with that contract to go. But um, it's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to the Netflix series. Actually, I'm actually quite excited. Oh, absolutely. I imagine poor be. Lewis Hamilton, unfortunately. But I am quite entertained huh? at <laughs> Yeah, it seems
0: like quite a lot of drama for, um, yeah, for them. I mean, they can get a whole another season out
1: of that one. Well, the F1 also said that it looks bad for the sport because if you, if it should he Lewis should have won that race. He was definitely the better driver the whole race. He was in front all the time, and mm-hmm. to have it decided in a one lap shootout. Well, that does seem to be right. very unfair. To be fair, it didn't seem very. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really exciting for Max Verstappen and Red Bull. They've been dying to get this spot for a long time, and they've been pre- they've been neck and neck all season, all season long. that has been really interesting. But Michelle will have all the details. He'll have the actual yeah, proper explanation. I think about uh, a better so ex- analysis it, than it, what we can do. Is he able to do. explain the difference in the tyres? Which oh wow, yeah. we can't do that. Why don't we- no, no, I don't even pump to my tires up <laughs> the shop often enough, which I've got to do actually. Next time I get the drive, I'm going to pump my tires up. Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, what else What else has been happening in sport?
1: It's been open. Um, they've announced that their policy for you must be vaccinated and they've oh. done an exemption process. They've made that announce, which basically means you've got to actually have a medical reason. You've got to have a medical expert mm-hmm. to be exempted from the requirement. So, which makes some rumours around Um, you-know-who. His name should not be spoken. I'll let's speak his name because he loves a bit of attention. Um, Novak Djokovic. uh, Mm -hmm. Andy Murray says he assumes he's going to go there and he's probably been vaccinated because otherwise he can't go there. Uh, But he's not saying anything, but he's on the entry list still and he's due to come into Sydney soon. Mm -hmm. So if he was meant to play in the ATP Cup, and he's still planning to play in the ATP Cup, he would have had to have been here to get in the country with exemptions and stuff all sorted by now. So... One assumes he's got his stuff sorted, but, um, yeah, absolutely. Will wait he's it. just playing it up, right? Of course. Bit of controversy,
0: bit of yeah. controversy. Yeah. You've got, to. which makes sense.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's an assumption that he has, but if he hasn't, well, oh, mm. no great loss. No, no, I'm, I'm actually a bit sad he got vaccinated in that case because, uh, oh, I? <laughs> cause then at least he couldn't win.
0: No, now he's got a chance of
1: winning Australian open again. <laughs> exactly the vaccine didn't stop me from winning oh how unfortunate <laughs> damn that was our only hope that was our only hope but he'll <laughs> be back I think and I always thought that would have been the case because I don't know if you, you, you're an anti-buxer if you start talking about millions of dollars of money mm. I don't know that could be quite persuasive for people I would suspect but then again he's got a few million already so maybe I don't know I'll tell you when I have that problem today <laughs> Yeah, let us know when you have like millions of dollar issues. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. When I have those issues, (laughs) get off a million, it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely.
1: Um, all right, Uh, and Ash Buddy, too, Ash Part Buddy, as well, too, is the um tennis player of the year on the women's side as well. She's um world champion for the whole year, so she's had a cracking season,
0: absolutely. Uh, She's
1: world number one, still world number one after all this time, absolutely. Wow, yeah, it's Well, it's she's... interesting because she's not been dominant as I think, you know, we would have expected Serena Williams to be and people like that. She's only won Wimbledon basically in this year, but she's remained competitive compared to the other players. Because basically, I think all the women's grand slams went to different people every time. So mm. women's draw is probably the most interesting because there's no clear, it just seems that like anyone can win basically, seems to be the case. It's, there's no clear handover from the Serena era, I guess. Yeah. Well, she's still there to be honest. Um, yeah, she's not going anywhere. She will be soon. That's my tip. Same with Roger Federer. Not, not that he's going to come out this year either, um, and it looks like he's due for retirement. Mm. But um, be interesting how he, if he comes back for Wimbledon. Is my guess. But
0: um, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, he could he could literally yeah,
1: well, likely be done by now. Well, he had that injury, right? And then COVID made it all complicated. So the thought mm. is he might. I don't know. It'll be interesting what he does actually because. He was still like you know as we say he's, he's not going to win the championship but he's still not uncompetitive He, he still made it through the ones he done relatively well considering um he ain't a spring chicken one would say absolutely he's still contender for one of the best um yeah he's, he's always in the world top five
0: most of the time
1: <laughs> yeah he's still like you know everyone's like, oh he's past his prime well yeah he's not going to win it but he's, he's still keeping a- the youngsters at bay Absolutely. They're still scared of him. <laughs> yeah. And he's still the more likable of characters, so I oh, yeah, I agree with
0: that. Absolutely. We're talking about likable tennis
1: players, but Tomic apparently has had a revelation. What Tommy what's he done? I haven't heard that name uh, in a while. <laughs> yes. You don't normally associate him with the sports report or the social pages, <laughs> but uh, or, or or the um or or an IBT <laughs> when he's getting pulled over to something. Absolutely. Well, the highway patrol more so, but um Apparently, he's putting dating on hold. Oh. He's going vegan, giving up alcohol, embracing a new attitude and he wants to patch up things with played in Hewitt. And he's going to try to get into the world number 10. He's actually, must be out of money, Steve.
0: <laughs> his
1: girlfriend's like, buy me stuff. <laughs> it must be something to do with that, yes. Uh, but he stopped dating. He's not even dating. Like, his girlfriend must be, I'm guessing, not there anymore. I don't know. Um, I haven't hilarious. checked. Um, any um, fans lately, but, uh, but she's normally sound, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've recently split up. So he's back on the training now. So, Oh, good for him. Okay. He's not even drinking over Christmas. So oof, watch out some um, Curios. There could be another comeback story to come. He means business now. Kyrgios is probably worried, shaking in his boots. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so looking forward to, to tennis season. Oh,
0: we do cannot wait. All right. Um,
1: that's it for sport. That's it. That's, I think we have ran out of sport, I think for the year.
0: Welcome back to the group. That's it. We're done for a, another week. Next week though, Christmas special, Glenn.
1: It is a Christmas special and, um, mm. it will be the year in review. will it not?
0: <laughs> Yes, that's right. Uh, quite an interesting year to look back on, I have to say.
1: Um, it's hard to imagine what happened this year, right? When you think that it started the year with, uh, who mm. was going to be the American president, no one was really sure. Uh, and, no. and, 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 those and riots it as our, well. uh, Yeah. One of the guys actually today got charged with five years really? jail wow. for, um, attacking police officers and that. So, um, we should be doing, a where are they now, especially <laughs> those actually, because, um, those people aren't doing too well out of that situation and Donald Trump's still not president, at least for a couple of years.
0: I oh, uh, okay. hope you haven't just jinxed a,
1: it, Glenn, because he is trying to come back, from what I hear. He's coming back, Steve. I don't know about i jinxed it. He is coming back. Oh, well, there you go. Even worse. Sorry to, bra- sorry to break it to you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping that Matthias gets to him first. But um. somehow, I don't know how he survived all that again. I just don't understand. I uh,
0: he, yeah, does not have the most healthy, um, eating habits from what I hear. No,
1: no. It, it makes me think, why am I eating healthy? Yeah.
0: Oh, cause if he uh, can
1: get away with it, what are you, exactly. why are you suffering? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to our new diet strategy for your new year's resolution. Don't bother.
0: Just compare yourself to other people.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, then he looks like oh, no, actually, no, then again, I won't follow his PSL technique, uh, <laughs>
0: Absolutely. But, um, yeah, so no, it should be fun. We'll look at all the, uh, yeah, I guess fun moments of the year, favourite moments of the year from all our usual segments. But, um,
1: yeah. Should be good. Looking forward to it. Indeed. Indeed don't forget to follow our podcast and uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we should be back next week.
0: Wildwest.com.au 893fm.com.au uh, Carol should be joining us next week for our End of year program. Um, yeah, what well am Wilson next?